0: Hey y'all, welcome to another edition of the Panther Rants Podcast, hosted by Willat Will- Will- Will Harris. Well, it's Monday morning, and I guess in the case of us Pit fans, it's post-mortem. Well, it's been it's been post-mortem, actually. As um, Yours truly, actually I got lots, lots of stuff wrong. You know, for the last podcast, I thought... Live on C State was on Saturday. Nope, it was on Thursday night. I guess that helps to read. Then again, that's probably why, you know, we had so many people with these loan crises, you know, years back, you know, when they had those, when they lost their homes or whatever, and it's because they were signing on loans that they didn't bother to read the terms. And of course, the, Monthly payment went up and interest rate went up. Yeah, it's always good to read, you know, from top to bottom what happens because they always got to sneak something in. But getting back to football, I thought Pitt was going to win this one. I uh, even said that morning on Twitter, Saturday morning, I said, I, I said, Pitt by 10 points. I thought they would win by 10. I just didn't think that Syracuse would provide that much of a threat. I mean, they would give Pitt a game. It wasn't going to be high scoring like it was last year, but I thought that Pitt would be able to handle them. And to be honest with you, that first half, Pitt had every opportunity to take control of that game. Defense actually played pretty well up until that point. Uh, You know, it was... For the most part, they did. It's just they, offense, you know, let them down again. And if you watch the game, I mean, starting off, I mean, there was a bunch, they were, Syracuse scored early with a field goal, and it was like Pitt just traded a bunch of three and outs with them. And I mean, the defense was getting stops, so the offense just wasn't moving the ball. Part of it was play calling. Sean Watson called some plays that you wonder what the hell he was doing, you know, in a second and two. Pitt was, you know, at that point, Pitt was having a hard time moving the football. He calls for two pass plays, and neither one of them executed. And for the most part, Max Brown had time to throw the football. You know, plus, you know, he was moving around the pocket. It seemed as as if the, he was getting a lot more confident from the Rice game. He was able to step up and make throws. I mean, it, you know, it seemed like the jitters were gone. But he got hurt. And I think what made things a lot worse was the fact that Pitt's only offensive weapon in that game was just, was uh, not just a Jordan Whitehead. Pitt couldn't run the ball, and I thought they would be able to. I was totally wrong on that one. Defensively, Pitt did fine. It's just they were on the field too much, and when Max Brown gets hurt in the third quarter and you got a replacement with Danucci, well, (sighs) bad things happen. I mean, Pitt made a comeback at the end they just couldn't get a stop. And what made it worse was they burned the red shirt of, of Kenny Pickett for, for just one pass. <laughs> one freaking pass, that's it. So now you got Kenny Pickett in the mix because Max Brown is out for who Lord knows how long. I actually feel bad for the kid just as he was getting his you know his stuff together. This happens. And, um, but if you look at the, if you look at the box score from that game, you know, the nude didn't have a bad day. I mean, 15, 22, 161. No tees, no picks though. But the, the stir, but the stir, the, um, the stirring part is, the, is, is actually just the offensive stats. I mean, for one thing, receiving Pitt's playmaker receiver is Rafael. I'm not even going to pronounce his last name, but Lopez. He had seven catches for 100 yards. I mean, he's been pretty much been Pitt's consistent performer on offense this year. I mean, he's actually, he makes catches, he makes plays, and, um, the uh, tandem of Weah and Henderson I mean they they've been a disappointment You know they haven't lived up to their hype from last year Wea was supposed to have a breakout year it hasn't really happened cuz he you know he had momentum going in from last year I mean, some of its quarterback play. Other, other parts of it are, is when a ball is thrown to him, he's not catching it. Same with Henderson. I'm not even sure what's going on with him. He was, I mean, he was expected to step up, and it hasn't happened. So all in all, it's it's you know it's a shame, rushing. It's never a good thing when Pitt's leading rusher is Jordan Whitehead. Quadrilousin, 28 yards on six carries. Darren Hall, three carries, 19 yards. I mean, they just... Somebody in that backfield is going to have to step up, and that's what's killing Pitt right now. Nobody has. You can blame Parvin on offensive line play because the offensive line has been a disappointment. All in all, but I mean, Max Brown had time to throw the ball. They at least gave him that. But on the other side of it, on the you know they're not running the football. But um, Pitt's defense isn't has been a surprise so far. They're starting to take hold. I mean, the front four is really they they had pressure. I mean, of course they gave up 355 yards passing the defense, but. It was because they were in the field so so long in that second half. Of course, you know the, the the linebackers. You know that's been a a big question mark, a big worry as well. But they've been stepping up as well. I mean, the, the secondary step, stepping up. I mean, the defense is you know it's taken hold. It's just the offense is crappy right now, and that's just the you know the common. Uh, threshold with pit football is we can never get every single freaking piece of the puzzle together. Last year, we had a dynamite offense. If we had just had some sort of defense last year, they would have won, they would have won more than eight games. It's just odd. It's like it's like when they have defense, they have they don't have offense. When they don't have offense, when they have offense, they don't have defense. But for a while, I mean, even under Paul Chris in his final year there, Pitt had a really badass offense. <laughs> they just couldn't play defense. I mean, this program in the last few years could have won more games if they just had it all together. That's the frustrating part of being a Pitt fan, is that. But Pitt lost today by three to Syracuse. And, you know, Pitt was up 10 3. They let Syracuse get seven points before the half was over. So Q's got momentum. Third quarter, it was a mess. Max Brown gets hurt. Pitt can't, Pitt can't move the ball. Syracuse piles up on points. Pitt tries to come back in the end, they cut the lead to three. And they couldn't get a goddamn stop on defense. They did. It just there was fifty seconds left. And even though, even if Pitt would have won this game, I st- but me, you know, barely by Syracuse. I still wouldn't have felt good for the rest of the season. They got NC State next week, and I'm not really feeling good about that game either. <laughs> NC State just beat just beat uh, Louisville and they're just their 20th they're and they're just doing really good and I would be surprised if Pitt wins any more games the rest of the year <laughs> it might be a don. year it's obviously this is going to be the don year but whatever it is they got to figure it out because it's not looking good And if we're looking around the ACC, you know, NC State won a huge game against Louisville at home, and uh, yeah, that's that was a huge game for him, for, for them. You know, uh, Lamar Jackson, despite the loss, he had a big you know he put up some big yardage. I mean, he threw three. I mean, he the guy tried to carry them carry him on his back, but in the end, it just didn't work out for him. You know, Clemson hammers uh, Wake. I think Wake beat the spread on that one. Only won by two touchdowns. That was expected. I mean, Clemson's in the driver's seat, but the, but the uh, match between Clemson and uh, NC State will be a, it's going to be an interesting one. But one team that's coming out of the coastal that, that may make things really interesting is Miami. They're 13th ranked. <laughs> they beat Florida State on a last-second touchdown. They're looking really good right now. Can they win the coastal? It's it, it, they have a chance, but they gotta face Tech and Tech just beat Boston College today, you know, by thirteen. North Carolina is bad this year, and they're, you know they were due for a down year. Virginia has been a big surprise as well. They won over the weekend. You know, Georgia Tech didn't play, but I mean, of course, for the Coastal, you're looking. I mean, you're looking at Miami, Virginia Tech, Georgia Tech, and of course in the uh, Atlantic, Clemson's in the driver's seat, but NC State is undefeated still in ACC play, so that's going to be an interesting development there. And if you look at the rest of the top twenty-five of the weekend, Penn State beat Northwestern with no problem at all. Saquon Barkley was held under 100 yards, but he scored two touchdowns. So, Penn State, you know, they have a stretch coming up pretty soon with Michigan State. I believe it's the, I believe it's Michigan State. Let me take a look here. Yep, in two weeks, Penn State. Penn State's, a, Penn State's off next week, but they got Michigan at home, which should be a good one. They have to go at the shoe to play Ohio State the next week. And then they got Michigan State at, at, at Michigan State. So it's going to be a tough stretch there. If they can get through it, they're pretty much in the driver's seat for the Big Ten title. And more, more likely, they're probably going to be as much as <laughs> – as much as us Pitt fans really hate this predicament they have a really they they have a really um good shot to meet, be being a college football playoff i mean they're they're in the projections right now in the top 4 but uh, they get through the they get through these next 3 games they're pretty much in the playoffs cuz i cuz after that they got Rutgers, Nebraska and Maryland and they got whoever in the um for the Big Ten title, which is probably going to be Wisconsin, and Wisconsin really isn't that good, so they have that going for them. You know, Georgia's been a big surprise. I mean, we all thought they would they would drop off with uh, with Jim Chaney being their offensive coordinator, but obviously. They have found some magic there, but of course they're going to have to go through Bama. The the SEC title goes through Bama no matter what, so all I can say is good luck. You'll need that. And Bama barely beat Texas A&M. Well, not really barely. I mean, the game was probably never in doubt. I don't think they were were ever in any danger of losing that game. But uh, Michigan, you know, they did Michigan things under Harbaugh and dropped a uh, 14-10 heartbreaker, which, uh, you know, they had a chance in the the end, you know, the score, but just didn't work out. I mean, I watched Michigan play, and they just, I don't know. Good defense, but there's nothing all that that impresses me about what Harbaugh's doing so far. He obviously needs a quarterback, and you hope Corn can do it. Yeah, and, of course, the Big 12 matchup of the weekend was... West Virginia and TCU. And, of course, College Game Day was there. TCU would beat, would win that one, 31-24. But, uh, you know, I'll, I'll hand it to West Virginia. I mean, they, they come and they compete. But Dana Holgers has been our coach for how long now? Since we hired Todd Graham. So... He's been there a while, so he's had time to build. Because it, it it seemed like he was pre-in doubt at one point, he had some down years, but then he pulled off a you know double-digit win, la, you know win total last year, and he's got him back in the you know they're they're in the top twenty-five again. So he's you know you know they're building. I mean that you, you could probably say a TCU's in the driver's seat for the Big Twelve. But uh, Oklahoma lost. I mean, anything can happen in the Big 12. ACC, obviously, going back to that, Clemson's in the driver's seat. Penn State's in the driver's seat in the, big, in the Big 10. Pac-12, it's wide open. You got Washington and you got Washington State. You know, Mike Leach has them up and coming. For Washington, you have Chris Peterson. He's doing big things. And, of course, in the SEC, like, going back to that, you have Bama. But finishing up, going back to pit. Pit also in recruiting had decommit is one of those cases where a kid gets offered by his dream, quote unquote dream school, which is Stanford, and I wouldn't take this too, this this recruiting loss too bad. I want to take it I want to actually I want I to say too bad I want to take this recruiting loss too too rough Yeah, you know, but as far as how the uh, things have turned Pitt has to you know close in on some other prospects and one player in particular, Quantel reigns, I believe his name is, but supposedly he's hanging what the indications is he's hanging to West Virginia, which sucks for Pitt, but you could blame Matt house for you know and Paul Chris for that little Aliquippa to um West Virginia pipeline that's developed all of a sudden because they obviously didn't think much of Drayvon Henry, and that's one. He ended up going to West Virginia instead of Pitt, and of course there was that Russell sh- Russell Shell development where he was supposedly dragging the staff as well after after leaving. But you know that wasn't Pitt's fault. I mean they gave the guy so much leverage, you can't really do much else for him. Whatever it is whatever it is he needed to get done, they can't do it for him. But. But as the game has closed this podcast, I mean, it's just a bad game. I thought we would pull this one off because I didn't think Syracuse would be a big threat, but, you know, it's a disappointing loss. If we would have barely won this game, it would have been a disappointing win. I mean, it's still a win, but, you know, it doesn't make you feel good for the rest of the season. And all I can do now is. Not so much a bowl game, expecting you know, trying to shoot for a bowl game, but we're just going to take this game by game now. You know, whatever happens, happens. That's all I can do at this point. I mean, keep supporting the team and keep showing up. I mean, but of course, I think Heather likes going to have to uh, start uh, talking to her consulting company and see about getting probably paying people to go work <laughs> to go sit sit in games because that's how you know bad this is going to be. But um, anyways, I'll close it here. Held a pit. Bye. Look around. You can find cars like these on Autotrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Autotrader. Just you wait. Autotrader.